0: Yeah we got a problem here, and it's more than just dream streaming Punisher. When life begins to suck, who's reporting it? Luckily, you got two friends who you won't forget. Coming live, Alvin and friend on survival, laughing nonstop. Case drops on a cycle, louder than intrusive thoughts off an iPhone. How they make the world seem bright with the lights off? AFs, it might as well stay up. Lies being told like that dinosaur BS. Magnifying glass to the ground if they don't see us having the time, roasting your favorite pizza. Hello and welcome to another episode of Affirmative Murder, the equal opportunity true crime comedy podcast. I am Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, L Evans.
1: Oh yes, wait a minute, Mister Postman. Yeah, man, I'm the mailman. Can't you tell, man? Gonna post it. A-
0: what up? What's going on, man? How you doing?
1: Doing good, man. I mean, the, the intro was like blasted in my ear, man. I mean, like you need to like. That turn it sounds down like a, a
0: levels problem on your end. The people
1: love when I bring
0: the ruckus.
1: Yeah, but if I go, if I go deaf, then there's a problem. What's the problem that comes in that from there? I can't. I won't be able to talk. The show
0: can't go on. Well, then you feel the vibrations, and then you just speak from your heart anyway. Which I feel like you do anyway. I feel like most of the time you don't really hear what I'm saying. and Then you just like anyway. So what I say is this, you know. So, <laughs> yes, so. that's, how, that's
1: how I get <laughs> yes, to Whatever Whatever's so. on my mind, I'm gonna say, regardless of what you're talking about.
0: Right, for sure. It's like hey, I don't I know do about any care. of that kind of stuff, but this is what I think. So,
1: <laughs> so if you couldn't hear me, I don't know
0: what was, <laughs> I don't know how much things would change. Um, uh, before we started, before we got started, obviously, I, I wanted to talk. I said I wanted to talk to you about a video out of Florida, of course. There was a police officer who arrested a dude. I don't know what he was doing. I can't really it doesn't really matter what he was doing. But he was there was a dude apprehended in the backseat of a police car. The police officer's like, I don't know, canvassing the scene or something. He hears a sound and he thinks that the person who's handcuffed in his backseat has gotten out of got out of the handcuffs and pulled a gun out of somewhere and started shooting at him. Yeah. he does a barrel roll and it's all body cam. So you see the camera do a spin It's full action shot. He does a barrel roll spin on the ground. Oh, my God. Ah! Foul, 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 foul. I'm hit. I think I'm bleeding. Foul, 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 foul. Oh, he crawls over to, like, a a driveway and hides behind a car. Foul, foul, foul. Oh, my God. I I think I'm fine. I don't know. I'm blacking out. I think I'm I'm, uh, bleeding out. It turns out it was an acorn that fell from a tree and hit this man's windshield. He did a full scene from a Steven Seagal movie and shot... Out the windows of his own car, as a as he had a a, a apprehended suspect in the backseat of his car. Yeah. This was some of the craziest shit I, I've ever
1: seen in my life. Friend, have you seen the video? I did see the video. I didn't watch the whole thing. I just I kind of um went to the comments and kind of see what people were saying. But um, I've heard a car. I now I didn't know It was the windshield. I thought it was the top <laughs> of the. I thought it was the top of the, the top of the car, which which would make a loud sound. But I don't think it would. T- I don't. I wouldn't think It was going to be equivalent to the uh, uh, the sound of a gunshot, right? And this dude is handcuffed and I'm sure you already pat him down before you handcuffed and put him in a vehicle so he doesn't have any weapons on. I mean, like the only thing I can think of is like PTSD. It's the only thing I can give him a bit of a doubt for It's PTSD where he's like, he just had just went into a whole thing where it's like he thought was he was back in, you know, you know, in war or something.
0: But yeah. I don't know if this guy has a service record or not. I know that his badge should be taken from him immediately. I For mean sure. outside of like yeah. at first glance, the video in in the context of um like a fails video or America's funniest home video, some if in the context of funny, it is a funny video. Whereas like this dude's doing the most. But outside of that quick objective kind of observation of this is like, man, this what a silly dude this is. He, like, committed an act of absolute terror on this neighborhood. He's shooting. Who knows? Those One of those bullets could have hit somebody's house. Yeah. The, he could have killed the suspect in the backseat of his car. I don't think not only should this guy not have a gun, but if you are right even, this is one of those incidents where you see and you go, you should have your Second Amendment right revoked. I don't think you should have guns. If this is something that you're capable of, if you hear an acorn hit a car. Now, like look, I've heard things, those crab apples that come from grow from trees, I've heard shit hit a car before. I've never once thought it was a... I was being uh, blasted at
1: yeah.
0: from a, by a gun, you know, yeah. and then to to perceive that he was even hit
1: by a bullet—that's t- trauma, bro. That's PTSD. I'm telling you, bro. He—I wouldn't be shocked if he has time in the service, bro. And He's done some time away. I'm I'm telling you, sure. That's the only thing I could think of.
0: Well, he should be on desk duty or never. He should never be on the sh- on the streets again. That's it. Was some of the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. Oh,
1: yeah, it and terrifying. it was
0: very apropos f- to be from Florida
1: to dump it a clip a v- when you thought it was, it was Agorn. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, I mean, the dude went full. It was like John Wick. So in that, in, in a quick regard, when you go, because <laughs> it's so, in, in the first, like, 12 seconds of the video, is, oh, it, it's, oh, the, it's the real, he. I empathize with what you're saying because he really, I he was really scared. Yes. Like, but when you know it's an acorn, all the, oh, my God, ah, then he does you, a barrel bro. roll. Yeah. Then he's like, I'm hit. I think I'm bleeding. It was so panicked. And you go, sir, there's nothing happening. So, you think about somebody looking out a window and there's nobody around. This dude's barrel rolling, shooting at nothing, hiding
1: behind cars. You go, this dude, this looks like an absolute maniac. An acorn or whatever is not. You're right there. I mean, it's like, what's that, like 10 feet away? Yeah. If that. He was right behind the car. I mean, like, that's crazy. Nah, man, nah. And now you're saying you're hit. So now
0: the partner that's on the scene, they're like, oh my God, he's hit. So there's definitely gunfire happening. I don't know if that person also started to fire their gun. But if they did, it's like you incentivized your partner to also commit a—I a, a, don't even know what to call this, like an infraction. Yeah, that
1: dude could have been killed, man, easily.
0: Yeah, Easy. I mean they—they dumped—they dumped bullets into this car. It was either absolutely that, insane.
1: Either that PTSD or he—he he saw, he watched—I don't know, cops or something before. I don't even know. It's like it's like when you see. It's like don't you know when we watch LeBron videos and it's like, oh man, I can't wait to try that movie. And this yeah. is the moment he was like, "Oh I shit!" I think he just watched John Wick. This this is was, this wasn't John cops. Wick. This was straight up John the Wick. Equalizing something. He was yeah, like, oh, was, I can't wait to." They don't hit do this this bro. cops. Yeah. Nah,
0: nah. He's when I heat. do the roll into the shoulder, roll off the shoulder onto the knee, and get full knee uh, kneeled stance to shoot the gun. Yeah, I can't wait to when I saw John Wick do that. that one, out. I said, "No, I need to, I need to implement that one." I gotta put that in my bag immediately. I gotta, I gotta put that in my repertoire. The, the roll. The roll off the shoulder onto the back onto the knee, yeah, and then sh- stare straight down the barrel, yeah. and dump the clip. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, hey Bob, I'm getting that, one that off. Did
1: you, did you see that? Did, see you, that see that did you see the execution on that? that? Yeah, bump with the shoulder. Hey, did you, did you see that barrel? They're like, yeah, oh my god. So nice. he had a gun? No, nice. nah,
0: I think it was an acorn. Um, but I mean, my accuracy. You see how you see all the you see the the grouping on the back of that windshield? I mean, I I was I was pretty dead on accurate. I think I was probably about forty six percent accuracy on there. So. <laughs> That's yeah, passing. but I, let's go see if he's alive. He's
1: passing in, you in, in, in the law enforcement.
0: Yeah, it's the, that is. The, you, are, <laughs> you, are, you are a passing uh, marksman. You, you have the right to carry a gun and shoot at people. <laughs> right. I think it's like 42%. That is insane. Maybe less than that. That is that.
1: absolutely <laughs> ridiculous.
0: Yeah. So um, I think this guy should have his, his badge taken or at least be put on desk duty. I don't feel he's you know qualified to be walking the streets with that level of, uh, even if it's PTSD or if he's just scared.
1: If he yeah, he's that scared, you should be doing a scaredy his job, cat. Man. You should be doing my this point. Job, man.
0: I'm sorry. You gave him a bailout if he has PTSD, cool. But if not, he's just a scaredy cat?
1: He should not be doing his job.
0: You know, obviously you can get PTSD from being a cop too. Like I like you can have
1: stress, sure. the stress sure. of being a cop. But that was insane. But fear is gonna get people killed. I think they used that in, in military it was like. In law enforcement, it's like fear is gonna you know, you can't go you can't go, to to, you can't go into a boxer ring being scared. Like that's just not that's no. how you get hurt. <laughs> that's how you, it's your that, job it, to be able to control that. Even if you exactly. are afraid, it's your
0: job to be able to control that. Yeah. And that was the least amount of control I've ever seen.
1: The dude in the truck park was like, Doug, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I, what the He probably thought some other shit was going down. Somebody else was shooting. Yeah. Imagine these two people having this thought process in two different two different situations. where the guys inside was like, oh, somebody else is. Yeah, something else is going down, and I make it hit. Let's say this guy had a warrant; he doesn't want to go to prison for six months
0: a year off of some you know unpaid parking tickets or whatever. So he's in the back. He's like, "God damn, man, yeah. caught me speeding. Why would you speed?" I... Bow, 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 bow. F- 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 what the hell? is going on? You know, you are trying to duck down in the seat? Yeah. What the hell is back? I'm hit. You're like, "What the? F- oh my god!" Like you're like, "What the hell is going on?" You're man. handcuffed in the back seat. Yeah, that's ter- you don't talk about fear. Think about how afraid that guy was.
1: Yeah, the Can neighborhood roof. can't run. So it's just,
0: yeah, it's something to keep an eye on. But what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to get into some fucked up shit. So stick around. Affirmative Murder is brought to you by My Life in a Book. With Mother's Day right around the corner, I just know you guys are thinking about a truly special gift for your mom. But let me tell you about a pretty priceless gift. MyLifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book that you could pass down from generation to generation, which I think is a pretty awesome memento to leave behind. Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions that you want to ask. Your mother or the mother can either type her response or record her voice. Mylifeinabook.com then compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It would be like preserving her voice and her stories for all of eternity. Your mom's giving you a lifetime of stories and this is your chance to give her a way to share them. I'm in the middle of my mylifeinabook.com journey and I'm really excited to see how it turns out. I've been asking some pretty thought-provoking and funny questions and you know, I'm excited to see the response but I'm also just excited to have the physical book in my hands and know that I can look back on it in 20, 30 years. The interface is super user-friendly. The questions are super easy to set up. It's a breeze of a process. So what I need you to do is check out mylifeinabook.com. That's mylifeinabook.com. And use code AMP. That's A-M as in Mother's Day P at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for the mom in your life this Mother's Day. One more time. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code AMP for 10% off today. All right. And we are back. Fran, this week I wanted to dive into a story that, I mean, had the city in grip for a couple of days. The city, specifically Baltimore, the city that we live in. Um, this is the story of Pavel LaPierre. I wanted to dive into it and kind of get the full scope of what happened. This was just just happened a couple of months ago. Um, and it was absolutely a wild story. So let's get into it. So uh, Pavel LaPierre was a young, driven and motivated young woman climbing the ladder of success in the tech field, Fran. She was like, I can't really put the finger on what it is that she did. Basically, she collected data for entrepreneurs to be able to use when trying to find clients and uh, opportunities in their particular field. So yeah, she, like,
1: it was helping to build, like, to help entrepreneurs in the city of Baltimore, which, um, to help start business, like, business startups. hmm Yeah. That's kind of what she was doing, to just, but basically putting all the resources... Streamlining, you trying to get all these different resources in one place where you can go to her site or whatever, how it's set up. Yeah, you Ecomap, eco-map technology. Yeah, you can, you can have all the resources in front of you to kind of help help you get started or kind of help get to where you're going quicker.
0: Yes, uh, which is great in a, in a developing city like Baltimore. So her technological prowess actually landed her on the Forbes 30 under 30 list.
1: Very so, notable list.
0: Yeah. So she was, I mean, she was, she was crushing and in, in her, in her respective field, she was doing fantastic. And she was 26 years old. Um, she was a John Hopkins university graduate and she managed a team of nearly 30 employees. Again, under 30 years old with yeah. a fully functioning tech business and was fully involved in like city programs, uh, grants and really trying to give people a leg up in, Becoming entrepreneurs and becoming business people. I mean, she was very uh, involved in bettering, basically making Baltimore kind of like a tech hub. She really saw the future in ba- in Baltimore, and that's why she chose to stay here after she graduated, which I'll get into.
1: Yeah. So I mean, oh, go I did I did watch a um, she had a, she did a TED talk on YouTube. I saw it's like a TED talk, John Hopkins University, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, just li- I listened to it maybe like five minutes of it. I mean, like just. That quick five minutes, you can tell how intelligent and innovative of a person that she was about what she wanted to do as far as, like, the eco, her eco, uh, what is it called, eco maps? Eco map technologies, yeah. Eco map technologies and what the the potential that she saw in Baltimore City, you can tell that she was, like, she's full, fully in, mm-hmm. fully in on doing, and helping entrepreneurs and startups in in Baltimore City. So, I thought that was cool because she was, she went to John Hopkins and I think she... Switched from being, I think she was, went to school to be a surgeon, and was like, she saw something, but like, no, I wouldn't yeah. do this. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing about that's the thing about college, where like you hear it a lot about people that go to college, boys go, they have a major, and then like, oh, so what are you doing? Like, oh, I went to school for this, but now I'm doing this. And I'm like, I think college is, we don't got to go there, but I mean like, I it's not it's just, not for I, everybody. It it's not for everybody. Yeah, I just think it sucks. Yeah, it's
0: yeah. not it's not for everybody. I won't argue. I won't argue you down on that. Um, but everything has its benefits and everything, everything has its pros and everything sure. has its cons. Yeah. Um, so Papa was originally from Arizona, but she moved to Baltimore to attend Hopkins, like we said, and she fell in love with not only the city of Baltimore, but the potential. And she decided to stick around after graduating and built this amazing life for herself, proclaiming along the way that Baltimore was the place to be. Like she was she was repping Baltimore very hard. Like if I had to describe her, there's people that drive around this city that that are transplants that have, you know, stickers on their car that say Baltimore. Actually, I like it. You know, I think that's kind of, I think if you, depending on who you are, depending on where you come from, a lot of people move to Baltimore and they go, I know the people have a bad rep and I know the crime rate is high, but in my estimation, I love Baltimore. And I feel like a lot of the, the rep that Baltimore gets is very concentrated. Like if you don't live on North Avenue and you are not in a high poverty area, Baltimore gets all the seasons. Um, it has the city feel, but it's small. It has great neighborhoods. Like I love Baltimore. Yeah. And, I've, and again, I, I don't live on a life. in It's not Gotham City. I don't live a life of fear, because yeah. I don't live in those concentrated areas where the crime rate is higher.
1: I agree with you. I think crime is everywhere. Um, obviously, Baltimore, City where the crime rate is higher. But if I was to hit now, the Mega Millions four hundred something. Like if I was to hit the Mega million tonight, I'm not. Go, I wouldn't. I'm not going to L.A. I'm not going to Houston. I'm. Mm-hmm. I will honestly stay. I will give me a nice house and whatever. I will honestly stay here close to. It's like I don't need to. It's not really as bad as people think it. They no. just here in the bottom of in in some small area where it's like oh, bottom was terrible, but it's, like, it's really not though. It's really not like I don't like you said. We get all the seasons. I wouldn't. I wouldn't leave if I would if I didn't have to. Yeah.
0: No tornadoes, no earthquakes.
1: I mean, we don't get. We get all four seasons
0: and no major, no major weather events like hurricanes. Right. Like we don't get yeah. it's, it's like if you are financially viable, you if you if you have four hundred million dollars and you live in Baltimore, it's great. You can find a nice neighborhood, Mount Mount Vernon, where she was living, and you know we'll get into them further. But I'm saying there's other neighborhoods in the city that are very nice, and and you know, it's I don't want to get I'm not here I'm not here I'm not a I'm not a brochure for Baltimore, but I'm just saying I understand how Pava could come here. Fall in love with this city and see the potential in you know, yeah. a, a you know a tech metropolis or an entrepreneur's yeah. haven here because there's a lot of people yeah. that live here. There's a lot of money being spent here. It, it's it's the the proximity to D.C. and New York in a lot of ways. Yeah. Baltimore is is a hot spot. I, and I and I and I ride for my city now. And yeah. we're going to get into how the story of Pava Lapier might affect that. Unfortunately, but yeah. you know. But if
1: you know, I was to move, I would move to Austin because I love Austin.
0: You loved Austin that much. I love Austin. Yeah. It's just
1: because yeah. because you can kind of like Miss Pavy, You can kind of go to Austin. Now, I'm not into tech and all this stuff, but mm-hmm. like you can kind of see it. You can just see the city growing. You can see oh the, yeah like, yeah. All this yeah. It, it, it's you can start to flourish.
0: Yeah yeah. It's been booming for the last few years now for sure. Yeah. But it's now like a lot of cities. Like a lot of cities, like Nashville too, has now kind of overboomed. Mm. So now a lot of the locals are being driven out because all the prices and stuff. That's the that's the downside of a place becoming like a new hotspot is that the local people go, a burger used to cost $9, now it's 18 What the hell?
1: Yeah, I'm out of here.
0: Yeah, but if you move here with like, oh, I moved here to get a six-figure job. I moved here for opportunity. Yeah. If you're like a middle class or lower middle class person already living here, and you, you really notice how the prices of restaurants and everything gets more expensive because there's more money coming in. So now if you're a local, you're like, what the right. fuck? like This is crazy. Since yeah. when is a beer for $15? <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, you know, Pava just saw a really bright future in Baltimore. However, tragically, Pava's incredible potential was snuffed out when she was found dead on September 25th, 2023 at approximately 1134 in the morning. A coroner's examination revealed that she died from strangulation and blunt force trauma to the head and that she had been dead for a few days before being discovered at her apartment building. Pava was discovered on a Monday after a missing person report was filed on the, on Sunday, the day before. They ended up, you know, the following morning on that Monday, looking at her apartment and discovering that she was in the building. Uh, she was discovered on Monday, and the last time that she was seen was the Friday before, mm-hmm. which means that she was likely attacked coming home from a night out, and after not showing up to work Monday morning. Then people really are like, "What the hell?" Anybody who didn't know that there was a missing persons report file is like, "Pava is the most grindingest person." Yeah, around she would not be not she would not, not unusual, be here on a yeah. Monday. Yeah, for sure. Right. So just a few hours later on that Monday, officers were at her apartment mm-hmm. building, declaring it a, cl- a crime scene. There were no signs of force entry. The apartment building entrance was secure, and court documents revealed that Pava's body was actually discovered on the roof of her building. Mm-hmm. A security cam video showed Pava in the lobby of her building when an unknown man came to the door and waved at her, at which point she opened the door. Talked to the man a bit, and then they both got into the elevator. Later, the man was seen on on the same security video scrambling to find an exit. Now, how the suspect was identified is where this tragic story takes an infuriating and terrifying turn. Right, so let's buckle in, let's strap in, let's get let's get down to business. So, the man seen in Pava's building on security camera was named Jason Dean Billingsley. He was a 32 year old man with an extensive criminal. History. And then when I say extensive, I mean this dude, I mean violent crimes, sexual crime. I mean, this guy was not a good dude. So, Jason was a very physically imposing person standing at over six foot two and a very physically fit person, too. Like, he was a massive dude, but he wasn't just like massive, like big, sloppy. He was like an in shape guy, like an athlete. Yeah. At 18, he pleaded guilty to a first-degree assault and got two years of supervised probation. He then violated that probation with a second-degree assault and was sent to prison for two years. In 2015, Billingsley was convicted of a 2013 sexual assault of a woman in West Baltimore in which he strangled and threatened to shoot the victim when she refused to have sex with him. Now, I saw reports that said that he was sentenced to 30 years in prison with 16 years suspended. But that doesn't really make sense to me because I also read that he accumulated good time credit and he was released after only about eight years. So basically, he had a he had a suspended sentence. In my researching and then also was placed on probation. So, Mm -hmm. uh, for example, let's say you got a 10 year sentence with five years suspended. That would mean you have to serve five years in prison and then you serve the other five years on probation. So 10 year sentence, but five years you get to do at home. Right. Okay. So when I read that he had a 30-year sentence with 16 suspended, that would mean you got to do four you got to do 14. No, no, nope, nope, no, that makes that makes perfect sense actually. Never mind. That makes total sense. The system just failed. So he had 30 years with 16 suspended. So he had to serve 14. While serving that 14, he accumulated enough good time credit that he was released after only 8 years. That's crazy. So he had a 30-year sentence with 14 knocked off cuz he was going to serve that on probation and then yeah. during the 16 part it's like if you're going to do that at least make him serve the whole 16 but within that 16 they have good time credits this is very state to state but some states have you know you do this program you get a job you don't get in any infractions and they you can accumulate credits he accumulated enough credits that he got out in half the six, half the 14 of the 30 yeah so he was released after only 8 years when he was sentenced to 30 years in prison
1: it's crazy, man. Absolutely. I want to know how they how the good the good time served. How does that work? Like
0: it's, it's just when you work, do a job you go,
1: work programs, you go to school. But how, but what does that have to do with your attitude? And like <laughs> Nothing. Your mental health? Yeah. I mean, you like, don't fight. How does that play a part? You don't get in a fight. Just don't just don't do dumb shit in jail It's like, "Oh, well, I'm a, they just want to let me out <laughs> Like that has to be a conversation with him like everybody was like, "Hey, man, just don't do shit." They don't, yeah. They get you try to here. Cuz
0: that's it's the time. thing, right? If it's if it's done with ulterior motives, is it really serving the purpose of making them a better no. person? No, it's not. It's not. If, if it's not altruistic, if it's not like, I'm really trying to become a better person. It, instead, it's some other some other old dude in the jail like, hey, listen, young blood, if you go and mop the floor and then you uh, go take a couple of uh, college classes— they give you five weeks. They'll, that.
1: they'll take. Oh, whatever, they'll take five years off your sentence. It's like, oh shit, that like. Yeah. Well, there's no tests. Like you don't get. There's no monthly. Yeah, it's like weekly uh, mental. Uh, uh, what is it called? Mental um, mental evaluations to see. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's. I mean, something. You Just
0: letting people out because they mopping the floor. <laughs> if we're gonna do the work to cut down on recidivism, let's actually do the work. Let's not. These programs, to me. In a lot of cases, I'm, it depends on the person, obviously, because I'm sure some people benefit and really grow and change and let prisons traumatizing, and I'm sure some people are scared straight. Just for an example, but for me,
1: but usually now, first offenders though. That usually that yeah. I if you're like a career
0: criminal, offense. it's like I already know how to work the system. I'm going to go in there, this I'm going to get a job, exactly. this do this. This and is then, nothing. Dude. Yeah, I already, I already not, everybody here.
1: This dude is like six foot four and weigh like three hundred pounds. Prison's a breeze for him. I'm sure. There's not a lot of it's not a lot of people that he that's going to intimidate him. Yeah, the example that
0: I'm sure I've given before in this podcast is like I remember getting punished when I was a kid, and then you know when my mom I hear my mom come to the steps, I would open my door up, grab a book, and then just like yeah. loudly read as she comes to the steps. Cause yeah. in my mind I'm like if she sees me doing something good, she'll tell me I can go outside. It's the same. That's the analogy for what I feel like good time is for a lot of prisoners, where it's like. If I mop this floor, if I make lunch for the prisoners, if I work in the cafeteria, they're going to be like, oh, this guy's trying to be a nice person. Yeah, Six years off your sentence. And that in this case, it, it actually worked. Like, it did. He had a 30-year sentence. They suspended 14. Now, again, that that is done in court. Like, a, a sentence is suspended to make way for probation later on. That was already decided. That has nothing to do with good behavior. His behavior didn't dictate it in any, in any kind of way. He was going to only have to serve 14 of the 30, period. Because they suspended 16 years of his sentence. But to do that, and then when he gets to prison, they go, you know what, man, you're doing such a good job making snacks for all the other boys. You're going to get out in eight years. So technically, he was sentenced to 30 years. 16 of it was suspended, but it's still sentenced to 30 years. He only served eight. Boom, back on the streets. So he was released in October of 2022, and he was placed on the sex offender registry at the highest level, which means every three months he's got to re-register, like, so other stipulations, yes, other stipulations of course. But he was the highest tier of sex offender on the registry. Just a few months later, in September of 2023, Billingsley was working as a maintenance man um, in a, 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 a like a building complex. On the 19th of September, he allegedly but definitely did break into a home on the property that he was maintaining, bound a woman and her boyfriend at gunpoint, then he slashed and raped the woman. Before setting their home on fire with their five-year-old daughter asleep asleep upstairs, wow. He ties these people, bounds these people, and not he didn't just set the house on fire. He lit them on fire, like they were the source oh, of the fire. Like he he like doused them in gasoline and lit them on fire, and then lit the rest of the house on fire and then left. Fortunately, the couple survived, but uh, obviously they suffered second and third degree burns to their entire bodies, and the child was um, rushed to the hospital for smoke inhalation. But everybody survived. Now, again, this is where everything we're talking about, about Pava and the city and tech booms and all that stuff. This is where this is the negative side of that. There's a lot of negative sides. I talked about the pricing. But this is another negative side when you're in a city with a reputation. Right. So detectives have identified Billingsley as the suspect through surveillance footage and several pieces of evidence that he left behind at the crime scene, such as a knife, handcuffs, duct tape and a hoodie that Billingsley reportedly wore on camera the previous day. A gas can and lighter and bleach dampened towels were also discovered nearby as well.
1: What's It's like, why do people need to know shit like that? That's, so that's, that's scary, man.
0: What, like know the tools to get the job done? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're a yeah, sick, just... sick person. You're a fucking sick person. So Billingsley, being a tier three sex offender, was on the lifetime registra- registrant list. And therefore, he had to reg- re-register every three months, like I said. So the last time that he had registered was on June 6th of 2023. He failed to register again in September of 2023 because he was he had just killed somebody. Like he was supposed to re-register on sep- on September 25th of 2023, but on the 19th he had just assaulted people and burned their house down. So I'm sure he was not really concerned about going to go to the parole office or whatever. So well, as soon- why isn't oh. there
1: any concern for that? Like that should be, I guess I guess I get you put a warrant out, but I feel like a warrant. Yeah, is just that's,
0: what was, that's where I was going.
1: A warrant is just like. If you happen to pull this person over, bring him in, and his name comes up, bring him. In. No, it's man, like, fine. I need to go get this yeah, guy. Fi- this is a sexually violent criminal. <laughs> That's crazy.
0: Yeah. So, like you said, Fran, when he didn't register, uh, automatically triggered a warrant for his arrest. Um, it was it was issued on ni- on September 26th, and it listed him as a non-compliant on the sex offender registry. So that's what that's what the warrant was for. The Baltimore City Police Department also issued a warrant on September 20th for attempted murder, rape, arson and other charges in relation to the couple he attacked. So this man now has two active warrants against him. According to city officials, this is where the shit gets crazy. The sexual assault and arson was targeted, which is the reason that there was no urgency to warn the public of a massive and violently dangerous criminal on the loose in connection to a heinous crime. There were no flyers put up. There were no. News reports, all they listed, even this attack, they listed it, as, they they reported it as an arson. Not the slashing, not the rape, not the kid upstairs. It just was an arson. So, of course, the city's like, huh? Eh. in a city where every other week, I remember one time I looked I looked at the news one day and in a neighborhood that I go to a lot, they were like, yeah, some kids were riding down the street having a full on shootout. Like, uh, one of the cars was shooting at the other car. Yeah. Arson is like, I don't know, a fire happened. Oh, whatever. You just move on with your yeah. day. If you say there yeah. was a man who attacked a woman, tied him up, lift the house you people start to go
1: go get him. I think it's complete That's complete bullshit, man. I think to not let the public know, I mean it's it's kind of crazy. Especially, I mean I get the reasoning behind it where it's like it's optics. Oh right, well, we, yeah. we got optics and we want to not like not create mass hysteria, but I mean like that's what the public deserves when you're not letting them know, especially people that live in this town who have, you know, homes and who have family, who have kids. It's like, I don't want my, I don't want my family to be in fear when y'all not telling me that a family down the street or whatever just was almost burned alive. Like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Especially something that gruesome and heinous crime like that. Like, you should tell people. I think I believe in the cold, hard truth, the facts, whatever the saying is. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think the transparency needs to be there. I don't think they need to be hiding that stuff. I think people need to know. You may not want to hear it. may be depressing, but I think you're better off me, for example. I think I would want to know that type of stuff. That shit is hard to hear, but it's like I, I want to know. I want to know what's going on in my neighborhood.
0: Of course, ignorance is not bliss in this case because let's say maybe you lock your door differently when you know this is happening. Maybe you come home a little earlier. Maybe you just you have your wits about you. Yeah. But I think that the police department... The city officials, they were more concerned about optics. You want Amazon to come bring their distribution center here. You want Harley Davidson to come bring their factories here. And hearing stories like this make people um, apprehensive. So instead, hey, man, it's just arson. Just report it as an arson. You know, we don't need to get people all scared and nervous.
1: Yeah, I think the bottom line is more important than, at least sometimes I feel like the bottom line is more important than people's, you know, health and, you know, just their safety. Yeah. I think that, and I think that's fucked up, mm-hmm. but I mean that's America. So I mean, like, it's it's really it's really nothing new. Yeah, we've seen we've heard seen this before, just in different situations. But like, especially if the guy's still out, he's still on the run. Yes. It's like, nah, fuck that. Yeah, we need to let people you know. need to let people know. <laughs> and man. he's six, th- he's a, and he's a big dude,
0: big dude. And again, there's more to get to, but I mean, we're kind of at the point now. I, when this story broke, and they go, "This man," I'll I'll get to what the the, the police commissioner directly said. I don't want to jump the shark, but. When I heard reports of, like, this guy's, like, 6'3", 6'4", 260 pounds. This is a massive guy. And then you hear he, like, raped and tied people up and burned them alive in their house. You go, get him off the street. Like, He's on the yeah. loose? People were really nervous. And, I like, yeah. I, mean, I remember being at work. People were talking about it. I mean, this is like, did you hear about this? This was a very, yeah. like, shocking that's story.
1: Terrifying.
0: Yeah. And, t- and then it's like the guy's still out. He's out. He's still out.
1: Yeah. It's like you tell your significant other. You go, like, that's a female. You go, like. Watch your back. Mm -hmm. Get home. If you see Mm -hmm. a as a dude still running around who's dangerous. Mm -hmm.
0: And uh, sexually assaulting women. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it is believed that he attacked the couple on a Wednesday. And then just two days later, he allegedly, but definitely did, attacked Pava LaPierre at her apartment building. So the Wednesday before attacking Pava, he attacks that couple and burns their house down. I personally believe there's more to get into, but I personally believe he was maybe trying to rob Pava. She lived in a very nice building. He flagged her down, which, again, this is this is another one of those things where it's hard. I've seen so many videos where, you know, Karen videos where people, where women or even men, you walk into an apartment building that has a, a security door and they don't want to hold the door open for you. But yeah. you you come and grab the door or something and they go, excuse me, do you live here? And you go, yeah, yeah I do live here. But that's not your business. And stories like this com- are conflicting to me because th- this is a woman, Pava LaPierre, lived in this very nice building that had, a like, a key fob door. And somebody came over and waved her down and did, like, a, oh, my, left, my, my key is, uh, I don't have the, Could you open the door? And she opened the door, and when she was attacked.
1: I just, man, I don't, I just don't want to be that Uncle Tom, man. I really don't want to sound like that person. I get it. <laughs> I get it I don't want to sound like that person But I mean like I'm not saying Whenever somebody I feel comes like she was the
0: Amazon worker And shit like that But yeah
1: I feel like Miss Paola Was such a nice person A bright person That she didn't really see The evil in a lot of people Yeah And I think You know And, and I'm in a And that's okay It's nothing wrong with that At all But to see this dude walk up And I'm like I don't, I don't know I think I I think I go both ways To be quite honest I know what I think you want to say I'm trying to tippy-toe around it because um, I don't want to say nothing crazy. Yeah. But I'm just like, as I think as a guy... You said she should have
0: went. Negro, please.
1: Yeah, man. <laughs> but I think as a dude, we wouldn't have... I wouldn't have that doubt to go like, oh, maybe he do... I don't know. Maybe he do live here. I don't... He's a big dude, but I'm like... Yeah, that's, I'm not, that's our super... I, I don't want to call it superpower, I'm but not, as a I'm, man, I'm like... I don't, right. He's a big dude, but I'm not like... I not, I'm am not. not I i don't see a guy and go like, oh, I'm terrified of that guy. Yeah. Because I, I don't know this. I don't know this, man. Maybe he do live here. I don't fucking know. Yeah. He could be a fucking football player. He's not big he is.
0: But, I wouldn't, blame, but I, mean, like, I wouldn't blame a woman if she went, nope.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Then that's how nice she was. You're like. Yeah, exactly, man. I, I can go... You can go like, you left your key fob, and then like, it's 11 o'clock at night or whatever time it was. Yeah, you probably don't want to really wake him. You could make a whole like. story, but if you're a nice person, you go. Maybe yeah. he doesn't want to w- 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 wake his wife, his wife up. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> but I mean, you could see. I, I think some people would see you go like, mm, I don't know about. This I don't one. know. Little too big for me. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about this. Yeah, and, I, mean, and I don't want I don't Just wanna, being yeah. a nice person. I mean, that could yeah. that could be the downfall. I mean, that that's that sucks, man. It really does. It really does suck. Yeah.
0: Because again, like I said, I've seen so many videos where I'm on the side. Of, I remember there was one video I saw where a guy a lady was walking her dog and while she was leaving out to walk her dog he was walking in so she was the door was already open yeah and she tried to close the door so he'd have to use his key again and he was like no yeah. and he and she was like wouldn't let him through the doorway and he like mushed he like get the fuck out of my way he got in the elevator went up to his apartment and had an apartment in the building and when he opened the door he was like man I just want you to know um I'm going to be posting this on the internet and don't follow people to building. It's like you look stupid and i was yeah, like yeah I right think- on man
1: yeah but i mean like I think the whole Karen thing, this era we in right now, uh-huh. I think it's a dangerous game because you can go. I'm doing this, I I'm not I'm doing this. I'm not I'm not being a carrying under what we think it is. I'm just like, I'm I'm just I just want to keep for my, my safety. safe. I'm looking out for my safety. So yeah. do you have a key fob or not? And then the person gets a, a defensive and get all aggressive with like, I don't have to show you <sighs> shit. But I'm but then you can go. All right, man. I, look, I'm just look. I just want to be safe, man. I don't know if you live here or not. Can you just show me the key file? And I think me as a person, I would go, I don't know if I will, it will get defensive. I'll go like, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I have a here. Yeah. Let's go about our business. I don't think I'm the type of person that get defensive. I, mean, I don't have you. to I don't show don't live you anything. I'm going to show you shit. Yeah. I just, I'll go like, I don't have time for this. I don't, I'm not a confrontational person where I'm just like, I just don't want to do, I don't want to do wanna, I wanna I, deal with this. I never want to be holding my camera and like trying to make a point <laughs> I never, yeah, especially is if it's something that,
0: sometimes I get, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of life I have left. I'm sure there will be situations where I,
1: you have to, you got, like, if it's more than one, it's like, damn, I live I've yes. been living here for two years. Y'all can keep asking me, exactly. do I live here? Exactly.
0: Right. But like, if I go, <laughs> I've never seen this woman before. Maybe yeah. I just moved in. She just moved in. I don't know. Whatever. I go, here it is. Now, if she doesn't accept that now, okay, now, now you're being racist. But if it's a situation where it's go. like, right, I can just show you the thing. And pride goes before the fall, right? Where yeah. this like, I'm gonna take this all the way to the door, cause fuck you, cause I don't, I don't have to show you anything. So I want you to call the police, and I, I'm not gonna show you anything. I'll show the police my key fob. It's like, uh, I understand the pride, and I understand the like, I pay rent here too. But at this the same awesome. time, it's like if I have a key fob now, this is all a moot point because this was a an attacker. Right. But, but I'm just saying, yes. like, in the the idea of her being such a nice person that she goes, yeah, I'm sure you just. Left his key up in, in the car yeah. or something like that, right? And now, now obviously, if it's not clear to people, we're just speaking to situations where maybe she right. was right, like maybe this guy did really just leave his key. And if she, what if she wouldn't have opened the door? You yeah. know, she would have really felt bad if that was her neighbor. If she wasn't such a nice person, she wouldn't open the door, and that speaks to right. her character. But it also yeah. speaks to her being taken advantage of by this monster. Yeah, it's yeah. just that's just a hard one, man. Like, I, and it's, it makes me go. I don't know, man. Like, should should there be a no opening the door policy? Like, if you can't open the door yourself, you don't you don't you can't get in. I don't like, or yeah. if you can't call somebody to come downstairs. Like, the door's secure for a reason. If all you can, if all you have to do is like ring all the bu- ring every apartment, somebody yeah. will buzz you in.
1: Yeah, it's crazy because we because like at work when we have the apartments when we have condos and apartments in there, and because we have a box key it's called a bo- it's called an arrow key, mm-hmm. and we use it. If anybody knows where you have buttons, you got to get in. There's a key at the bottom. We only have that key to get in. So we put it in and it makes the buzzing noise, which opens the door. But if the key doesn't work, like if the system is broke, we just hit all. The, I, just, I just, hit all the buttons. Somebody's gonna let. Me, somebody just gonna hit it. Some people are, out, are talk, but most people, believe it or not, most people go like, Bang, yeah. and it, and they let you in. And now it's like, this is kind of crazy. Like now I'm in. I know I'm the mailman. Yeah. But now I'm in this building. Like it yeah. just nobody asks me anything. Yeah. So it's almost like, what's yeah, the
0: point great. of a secure? In a secure entrance, if you can just go, hey, I I left my key. And you just go, okay, here's yeah. no problem. And they open the door for you. It's almost like, I don't know, in my mind, I'm like, maybe it should be a situation where you go, hey, Lee, you don't have the key? I, go get a key. I don't know what to tell you. Like, yeah. it's secure for a reason.
1: Yeah, and also, you know, allegedly that, you know, they got in the elevator. So it's like, he didn't attack her at the door. Mm-hmm. There was from the video. I mean, obviously, have it, but like, yeah. There was no attack at the door him no. her letting him in it was He wanted to get to her apartment I whatever think. exactly so it was like she probably was just like oh, well yeah, yeah. have a nice thought night a, thought nothing yeah. of it mm-hmm. thought enough nothing they just happened to maybe he's going to another floor whatever mm-hmm.
0: he, he small talked her he small talked her thank you for sure. for sure and at some point there are people that believe that because she was found on the roof that shit got weird in the elevator and she just took off running
1: now it is weird that.
0: that like people don't hear scream like nobody if nobody heard screaming yelling anything. There's been no reports of anything like that because she wasn't found for days. Yeah. So they're also now, I think only know.
1: elevators have cameras in like, in luxury hotels. I think have cameras in the elevator. I Ye- guess all. Elevators yeah, but
0: have none of this, obviously there. like this the he has not been convicted yet, so right. nothing has been made public. So if that right. does exist, which there is security camera footage, but. More importantly, this whole attack only lasted for about thirty minutes. So I saw some people online grossly being like, "Well, maybe they knew each other. Maybe they were having a, a love affair." There's no evidence. That that, there's no evidence that this yeah, woman has I ever am. seen this dude in her life. She's, this woman is a, and I'm not here to disparage this guy. I am. Just, Fuck this just I, I don't like
1: that because that's giving the benefit of doubt. I don't like, and I just don't like
0: that. Yeah, it, it, she, you know, she didn't know this guy. I think she was doing something nice, and and he attacked her. I don't think that they were having some kind of affair yeah. that went
1: wrong or something like that. I didn't think I didn't think about it happening in the elevator. I thought it might have happened at her apartment and then but he's a big dude. I mean, he could have forced like her to go up to woman. the That's also true. That or he could have oh, just carried her. This dude was huge. That's true. He could've true. just carried wow. her up yeah, to I the did, yeah. To the to the thing. Yeah.
0: He could have he could have no secretly like, Oh, squad. we just happen to live on the same floor. I'm I'm going to, and then just see quietly follow her to her apartment, ambush her, attack her, and then carried her up to the he could have absolutely done that. Yeah. And that would make sense buy, about
1: to buy him some time.
0: Yeah, that would Yes, people smell a dead body in an apartment, but they might not know what's going on if it's on the roof. And that would also speak to negating my point about like, if she's running through the hallway scared, why wouldn't people hear it? Yeah. But we, these are all, we're all, we're speculating, but anyway. Yeah. The story of Pava's murder became national news. This is what the Baltimore City commissions and police departments didn't want in the first place when it came to the arson and the two people being attacked. Like, we don't wanna look bad. And now because yeah. you did that and didn't, you know, make the public aware, I'm not saying that if they had done that, if there were flyers out that Pava would be alive today, but we will never know, right? Maybe she doesn't open the door for a six-foot-four, 260-pound man if there's a flyers around saying, hey, there's a giant man on the loose wanted for arson and assault. Maybe she doesn't open that door because she's aware that that's, happen- that that's going on. But anyway, we'll never know, but I'm just saying like, it's something to think about when you go— It's the uh, Uncle Ben effect. Like, Spider-Man, he doesn't stop the guy at the liquor store. The guy gets away. He goes and kills Uncle Ben. You know? So it's just something to think about in this case, for sure. But the story becomes national news, along with the fact that— So the story becomes national news about this young tech CEO being killed and tragically murdered brutally. And then it's like, and the guy who did it was out on parole, and also uh, a warrant was out for his arrest. He burned a house down and sexually assaulted a couple— at knife point, slashed them, and there was a child in the house. You go, who the fuck, what is this? Right. So now everybody in the city's finding out, like, who the fuck is loose? Who is this person? He did what?
1: What other shit he he could have possibly done?
0: Yeah, so so everybody feels, like, blindsided and terrified because you're like, wait, so we're finding out about this horrible murder that he did, but he was already on the run because he did this? No, you guys got to catch this. This is insane. You got to catch this guy. There's all this rumor flying around. Everybody's adding to the story. Yeah, I heard he was 6'8", 300 pounds, all muscle. You're like, what? And then when you hear he's like, burned a house down, tied two people up at the same time, you go, well, he must. If he apprehended two people at one time, he must be 6'8", 300 pounds. So now for a couple of days, people were like, Shaquille O'Neal is like a loose in the city and he's violently dangerous. So with all this panic going on in the city, the acting police commissioner did not put any fires out in any kind of way because he puts a statement out saying that Jason Jason Billingsley will kill and he will rape. And again, I remember seeing this. This all happened in one day. I'm like, now I see this title. People are like, yeah, man, wh- they say he'll kill and rape. You're like, what the? F- who is this? We got to find this guy. So again, when they when the, when the police commissioners put that out, this did absolutely nothing to calm down public panic. Everybody's like, "The you guys got to do something. So now the phone's ringing off the, off the hook downtown. Two days later, Jason Billingsley was apprehended at a Mark train station in Bowie, Maryland, which is about 45 minutes outside of the city. He obviously is facing life in prison if he's convicted, which he has not been yet, like I said. So none of the court records have been made public. If he did say anything in an interview of any kind, it has, his, none of his statements have been made public. He has not been convicted. He is still innocent until proven guilty, but he's very much guilty, just for the record. Uh, Baltimore Mayor Brandon Scott, um, pull your mask up, Shorty. Everybody, if you know, you know that that that, vi- that went viral. <laughs> Very funny moment. But anyway, Brandon Scott said there is no way in hell that he should have been out on the street. When the police go out and do their job, as they did in this case, and the state's attorney goes out and does their work, gets the conviction, and the convic- then the conviction should be the conviction. Uh, Scott also added that we are tired of talking about the same people committing the same kind of crimes over and over again, which I think is kind of an indictment on the system itself, but I don't think he meant it that way. But anyway, uh, rest in peace to Pavel LaPierre, and um, prayers go out to that family and their young child involved in the arson. But again, there's so many things that I find interesting about this as far as this guy was caught on some violent charges, convicted to a 30-year sentence, and then ended up, out on the street after only 8 years and then reoffended and then reoffended again like it just kept escalating. So it really speaks to like what is the criminal justice system? What is the prison system if they're not there to better people? And obviously this is a guy Also real quick friend, I didn't uh, mention this but his sister has a podcast. Who? Jason Billingsley's sister. Ooh, okay. Her name's About this? Well, no, it was like about About It was like everybody has a podcast, right? So this is one of the situations where it just coincidentally happened to be interesting. She had a podcast with her girlfriend called the T&J Podcast, where they just talk about life. They had like five Uh episodes of the podcast. And then on the fifth episode of the podcast, this happens. So she's like, hey, guys, uh, my girlfriend's taking off this episode. And my brother killed some people. And I have to I'm going to talk about it. And so she, you know, she goes into the podcast and talks about how Jason Billingsley and her they were like um one of like five kids their mother was a drug a struggling with drug addiction and they ended up in the foster care system and that Jason Billingsley was molested in the foster care system and just kind of going through his life and everything like that and she made she said some really interesting things and they're strange by the way like she was like basically she was saying my family's not good for me and toxic and everything case in point her brother and she goes it's really interesting You never expect the monster to be a member of your family when you're, you know, when you're reading stories and stuff and you go like, there's a, there's a, somewhere in 1941, there was like a Mark Hitler, you know what I mean? And you go, isn't that, is this your cousin Adolf on the fucking cover of the magazine, of the, of the newspaper talking about killing Jewish people? And you go... I guess I have to make a uh i try to keep that uh, yeah, I guess I gotta make a public <laughs> statement, yeah, I am related to um Adolf Hitler, wow, um, and this is embarrassing, and that's basically what it was. she came out and was like i'm embarrassed yeah. i'm in, I'm embarrassed and ashamed, and he definitely did it. She had her reasons for why, like I said, the podcast is called the t n j podcast and the- the episode is titled jason Billingsley. I listened to the, it's like wow. fifty seven minutes long, and she doesn't really give any helpful information. But apparently, she alludes to the fact that, like, I did speak to him, he gave me his side of the story, but I don't think it's the wow. time for me to say it, because it's an active investigation, or an active trial, or whatever, so... It
1: still... Has it... Has it... Is it still going... Like, what's... Have you looked at any updates on it? I couldn't find any updates on it. So,
0: I mean, it happened in October. You okay. know, he was, a, he was arrested in late September, early October, and it's February. So... It, it, it might have just not got before judge yet, but I haven't seen any updates about any trials or anything like that. So I think it's still active. And like I said, Jasmine on the TNJ podcast said was alluding to that she might know some stuff, but was like, I don't think it's the time for me to speak on anything. Well, I mean, what could possibly be his side of the story? Nothing that makes him look innocent. But I am interested in like how to. Did you know Pava? I don't think he did, but like, why was it? Was this just a random act of violence? Was this the wrong place, wrong time? Was that a building that you knew a lot of people with money lived in? Like, why that building? What did were you? Did you see this girl at a bar and you followed her home? Like, it was was this all a coincidence or like, why her? That's what I'm. It kind of sucks
1: that she kind of she knows the details that nobody else knows.
0: Yeah, and she's never she hasn't done an episode since then. So the podcast is over. So if I emails shit, yeah, it's like blew the fuck girl, up. It's like, it's yeah, because I mean, I I don't I didn't follow up, but it is like, why would you say, um, I did speak to him. And he told me some stuff. Yeah. and I know some stuff, but I don't think it's it's like, of course, the anybody who wants another episode is like, can you tell what did he say? Why are you not saying something? That?
1: Yeah, yeah. So um um, yeah. but I did I did look up um on his website called Maryland, MarylandMatters.org. Maryland Uh, the dad is like actively trying to put in a um it's called um, pava marie Lapierre act so it says billingsley was released early from prison in october 2020 2022 after serving nine years and three months of a 14-year incarceration period Mm -hmm. he had been sentenced to 30 years we kind of just went over that with 16 years suspended for a 2013 first degree sexual uh sexual offense involving threat and force while billingsley had been denied parole twice State law called for a mandatory early release due to good time credits that he earned. Mm -hmm. So credits are deducted from the maximum expiration expiration date of the sentence to establish the mandatory supervision release date. Mm -hmm. So in Maryland, most inmates can earn early release credits known as good time credits for good conduct, education, work tasks and other special projects Mm -hmm. to shave time off the length of their sentence, according to DPSCS. So inmates incarcerated for crime of violence, sexual offenses, or being a volume drug dealer or a drug distribution king can earn up to 20 days of credit per month. Mm. I mean, that's a, that's a lot. Add that that's up. A lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Right. So all other inmates can earn up to 30 days per month. That's still crazy. It should be like, if you're incarcerated for those things, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't qualify for it at all. Right. Exactly. So the only exception are convictions for certain sexual crimes involving victims under 16 years. That's crazy. So if you're um, a pedophile and those yep, and those in prison for violating their lifetime sexual offender supervision. So Lapierre wants to change that. So the Pavard, the Pava Marie Lapierre Act. You can kind of read that. There's a PDF mm-hmm. you read. Would eliminate the right of first degree rape offenders to earn good time credits. Yeah. So pops is like that needs to This ends with my daughter. This is what this is what killed my daughter. Mm-hmm. This needs to this need to change. Yeah. There's need to be change going around. Yeah, man. So I thought that was pretty informative. I thought that was cool. For thought, sure, I, man. I mean
0: it. I don't. If we're talking about fixing people when they are put in prison, giving them credits for working jobs and, you know, taking a math class, is, if you're if you're he was put in prison because he raped a woman and then put a gun to her face, like at, at gunpoint he did it he should be in therapy. It shouldn't be about good time. Your time in prison should be about therapy, contrition, I don't know, writing a letter of apology to your victim, maybe not sending it to him, but like really taking onus of the things that you did. It shouldn't be like, well, yeah, I'm going to make some license plates and cook some people some ramen noodles and then they'll take eight years off my sentence. I don't see how those two things are like, how they correlate. Like, How have you become a better person and learn a lesson to be a more productive member of society because you got a degree in business management and yet they knocked, they knocked eight years off his sentence. So yeah, this is an absolute failure of the system. I support this bill that the father's proposing and I hope it passed, you know, and I don't think that if you are a violent criminal, regardless of the age of your victim, you should be eligible to do nice things in prison that in a lot of cases are probably for the purpose of getting out early, not because you just want to be a help. You're doing, you're working the system and that feels gross that you're just, you're, you're, you're working the system. So it's really, it's really tragic, man. This is a very bright young woman um, doing a lot of good and giving money back and employing people. I mean, she was doing a lot of incredible things. And yeah, again, this is one of the situations where it, 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 If the next tech wonderkin was on the way to Baltimore, a story like this might make them change their mind and be like, I'm going to go to D.C. or I'm going to fucking, you know, I'm going to go to Dallas or something like that. So it is unfortunate that this person rode so hard for the city and said, you know, waving the flag, come here. Like, you guys got to come here. This is the place to be. And then that being, not that, like, if anybody was killed in this way, it would be tragic. But when you talk about somebody that's really trying to bring jobs to a city, Bring money to a city. And they're saying, come here, like transplant, move here. This is the new gold rush. Like this is the new, this is the new oil money. Come to Baltimore. And then that person is killed in such a tabloid and headline making way. It it really is like
1: a big blow in a lot of ways. Yeah, I mean, like, people, the comments I've seen after this was happening, people were saying that exact thing was like, you know, race <sighs> I I don't want to say they're racist, but I mean that's how it comes off. Where it's like, see, she wanted to do good for these people, and then look what happened. Yeah, yeah. That's the yeah, kind no, of, that's shit that of shit that yeah, I was, I was seeing in sure. comments. Yeah, you're gonna
0: see that kind of shit. Yeah, definitely. and that's 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 gross, man. That's gross. It's gross. It's super gross. You know. Um, but you know, crime brings out all the worst people. Yeah, with the thoughts and opinions and stuff. And take away that this dude was black. He was a criminal, and he was big, and he was dangerous, and he was incredibly violent. He did a lot of horrible things, and he shouldn't have been on the streets in the first place. And after what he did to that couple, the 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 neighborhood at large and the city at large right. should have been made aware that he did that. So take race out of That's it. Crazy. This was a dangerous criminal that was loose on the streets, and if it was a six foot three, if if fucking Nick Bosa, one of those Bosa brothers from, or Rob Gronkowski was banging on a door at eleven o'clock at night, I don't think a woman should open the door either. So who the fuck is if, this if, big if monster? If the public knew what was what was going on, especially
1: especially in that case. Especially I think that, that he would have been, I think with the, with public help, I think it would have been, he would have been caught. For sure. for sure. He's too big to, for you to be hiding. It's just in the city. It's just like if people knew that news was out, it was like, okay, keep your eyes open. This dude is wanted. You know, he's the armor dangerous or whatever. And he knows
0: he's wanted. So he's not walking around casual. He's not, it's right. a big giant
1: right. dude walking around sketchy. I think he would have, I, I think I can, I can say with confidence he'd have been, he'd have been caught. I believe before it. Before this happened. I also
0: can say with confidence, and again, I don't. I hope nothing I said on this episode comes off as me blaming Pava as far as the door and everything like that. Absolutely, no. I hope not, you know, because that's not how I intended it. But I feel like— I blame the system, for sure. I would speak with confidence and say that, that if there were flyers around that woman's neighborhood, whether yes. it was a picture of him, which, I mean, they had—he's in the system. If there was flyers put out saying, wanted or be on the lookout for this person, if she passed one of those flyers, she's not opening the door that night. If she's aware that there's a man who broke into somebody's house and burned their house down and sexually assaulted them, I don't think she's opening the, do- the door that night. I just don't think that she's going is. home by
1: or walking home by or herself.
0: Or that, like, I just think people move differently when they are when they Absolutely. have the tools to be aware of what's happening. You got people walking around not knowing that they should be afraid, and that's no way to be because you want the city to. Oh man, I w- I don't want people to panic and I don't want us to look bad. So like, let's just let everybody walk around thinking they're fine when there's an absolute monster walking around the streets. So I think this was a a failing in a lot of ways, starting with the police department, starting with city officials, whoever knew that this guy was free and went, well, this is a, t- a targeted attack? Like, be- I don't even know where they – how they come up with that. Like, what attack isn't targeted? Every attack is targeted. I don't think he knew these people. You know, maybe he chose – in his mind, we won't ever know. Maybe he was like, I'm going to attack this house. But saying that it's a targeted attack, so that, that means – he won't do it again that's crazy that's crazy logic to me it's like we we have a reason to believe this is targeted so he won't just uh, target anybody else yeah
1: that's that's what they that's what they use they used that recently in the um the shooting in Kansas City parade. It was like i get it but it's still dangerous but yeah like yeah so it wasn't that wasn't like a
0: mass <laughs> shooting that was like it a, wasn't a, a mass dispute shooting. between people right. but it was still bad
1: and people were shot in died. Right, the idea of that would, so people can go, oh, oh thank okay.
0: God it wasn't a it wasn't a thank crazy goodness. mass shooter. Exactly. So no, something bad still happened though. No,
1: this person was walking around with a gun. Why are you had a why are you? I don't want to go off track. Yeah, here, but it like, justifies it, and then you. It doesn't you're able to move matter. On. Now we've moved why on. Why you? <laughs> right. Why why are you at, have a gun coming into a Super Bowl? Per, it's like it does that. Yeah. It it being a target doesn't it's matter. It's like oh, he accidentally
0: shot the other people. He was trying to shoot only one person. Let's move on now. And now side of the headlines, people have moved on. Yeah. All the talks about doing something about it have stopped because you go, oh, That's oh, it. this was just a, a target. This, you yeah, know. okay, this was a this was a dispute. Exactly. Never mind then. Yep. Look, we can. Yep. This is an easy one for us to uh, sweep under the rug. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Um. <laughs> anyway, man. Hey, friend. You watch anything good on television lately? I don't. Know. <laughs> nah, this <was, laughs> um, is a dark one, man. Again, rest in peace to Pavel Lepin, uh, man. And, and, and I just want to say again, yeah, sure. I hope that. Not, I hope that I didn't come off victim blaming. I really hope that I didn't. If I did, I'm a, I apologize, but it wasn't my intention. Go ahead, friend. Sorry.
1: I don't think I, I, at least I don't think it did. I think it was more of the the system is just fucked yeah. up. I mean, we we'll all we all know that, and I think that that's what we we we're blaming that because that's her just being a good person that she is. Exactly. From the video I seen, her being super intelligent. It's like I don't think you, you nobody can blame her for for a guy coming to do but like, hey, I left my it's like. She's coming home from a night out. She has she's a good vibe. Nobody's the last thing you're thinking about is somebody you think is somebody's coming to kiss you. Absolutely. So if anybody messes you with that, (laughs) you can tell them I say kiss my ass. Cause (laughs) 'cause that's bullshit. We we would never do something like that. But um I'm not watching anything on TV. This also week of an NBA, so I kind of been locked in on that. from what I saw, it was very lame. Um for sure. Yeah, I haven't I didn't 100%. see
0: anything good, which is really sad. I mean, while we're recording the All-Star game is about to start, but like I haven't seen anything. The slam dunk contest should just be done. Um I did see I however, Kenny Smith will be in some hot water this week. He should be. You I, I didn't really dive into his comments. So basically, get, correct me if I'm wrong. So there was Sabrina Sabrina Ionescu who is incredibly talented. Mm-hmm. I like her a lot. Yeah. Um did a three-point contest against Steph Curry. They initially said, "Hey, you should shoot from the three point, the women's three point line." And she was like, "Nah, because then if I win, they're gonna say it doesn't count. So I'm gonna go ahead and shoot from the men's three point line."
1: Also, to cut you off for a second, they had a um, a new LED court. I don't. Did you watch it? I didn't watch it. No. Okay, so I watched it. They had the three point. They had the women's three point up. So you can see the distance. I don't know if I haven't seen any. I haven't seen any. Nobody screenshot that, but I noticed it when I watched it. It was up. Right. And then I guess when she made her decision, like I'm not going to. They took it. They took it away. Got Cause it. it's all LED, so they can change it. But it was up when she first went. Got out it. It was there. Yep. So
0: she shoots from the she shoots from the three point line. She scores 26 points. Steph Curry scores 20 scores 29 points. Steph Curry wins. And Kenny Kenny the Jet Smith immediately goes. Well, she should have shot from the women. She should have took the handicap. Then she might have had a chance to okay. win. And then he's, he's also said it like, man, his kids girls are watching this as if she should be disappointed. She scored twenty six points. She lost by three points to the greatest shooter that anybody's, ever, as Stephen A. Smith says, that God ever God created. Created. Steph yeah. Curry is an absolute sniper, and she only lost by three points. And also, I saw somebody make a point that the the three points that the, the amount of points that she scored was what one of the three point contest contestants. It was the high. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> it was like the. So it's like she the,
0: just lost. And, it's not like it was a pathetic right. performance. She just lost to Steph Curry. She,
1: she could have won the three point contest with all the other dudes. And then he doubled down on it because he went, and she should have used a female basketball. (laughs) WNBA basketball is smaller than a male's NBA basketball. So he went, she should have shot from the women's three-point line, and she should have used a WNBA ball. I don't know if she did. I don't know. But he also said that as well. Yeah, and so. I'm like, man, you can't.
0: I didn't hear his tone in it, but I I like to think that in his mind, he goes, since she only lost by three, if she had taken those things, it would have put her over the hump. But I feel like people are taking it like, she didn't stand a chance. Like she wasn't. Good she enough. wasn't good enough. And it's like she lost by three points to Stephen Curry. Yeah, it wasn't ten to twenty six or so. You know, like, and maybe you shut the fuck up regardless. But when it's twenty six yeah. to twenty nine, that's a good. That's a good shootout.
1: I thought she was going to win. I watched it and I went, she was on fire. So I went, oh shit, he might, he might lose this. And then he got on and was like, he started off bad. Right. I went, oh, I was, oh shit, he might lose this. And then he kind of got hot. And then he ended up winning, obviously. But, I mean, like, I, it was Green a great was effort. Thought, oh, he, might, he might lose So it. you would say, because I she didn't see. see,
0: you would say it was a great effort.
1: Absolutely. And the last
0: thing somebody should be coming on and saying immediately is like, damn, well, you should have cheated. Or you should not cheat it, but
1: no. you should have taken the, the Took handicap. Take your advantage. Yeah. She shot her. She scored more points than Damian Lillard. He won the thing. Mm-hmm. Whatever, the three-point. If anybody watched sports, She scored that. So she could have won if she was in the regular competition. She would at least would have tied with the guy who she'd won she'd... the three point contest. So
0: in a in a category, yeah. if, she, if you put her in another contest with other men, she would have at least she would have scored the amount that she could have. She'd have been one win, of the finalists for sure. But she happened yeah. to lose against the greatest shooter, <laughs> shooter ever. ever. Yeah. But in the three point contest with other mortals, like Damian Lillard is still a great basketball player, but he's a mortal compared to Steph Curry. In a contest with other mortal men, she had a chance to win. And so the first thing somebody says when she loses against, again, the greatest shooter we've ever seen in the history of humankind, she lost by three points, and he goes, "Well, you should have took the handicap, because yeah. you're just not good enough." It's just almost as it all goes into that same argument of like, "See, this is why women don't get paid when men get paid, and you should you should stick to what you do. You're trying to compete with the that's how it comes across." I think I think that's how people are yeah. taking it. Like, you can't compete with the boys, so why would you? That's why you lost because you're trying to compete with the boys.
1: Yeah, even if that's not what he meant. Shut the just, fuck up! Just, have, you should have been just, like, "Oh my god, this was what a But
0: Three points separated the a tight contest." I get like it. in the heat of the moment or
1: whatever,
0: just you shouldn't even say. Yeah, he's trying to be an analyst or whatever. Just man, just it's the weekend. Yeah. You have a drink in your hand. Have say some silly shit, man. Just be. <laughs> why are you trying to be, man? You know, it's boys and girls watching this, and you know it would have been really cool to see her win. So she should have took in the handicap. Just man, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> You know, obviously hindsight's twenty twenty, but you know, next time, man, hey, hey man, shut the fuck up, you know? Yeah. I'm sure he didn't mean no harm. I'm like, sure he didn't. And I'm sure man, it'll blow over. I love Kenny the Jess Smith. I think for sure. they have the best yeah, like for sure. halftime show in in sports. I love him Shaq, and Shaq and uh Ernie and, and Chuck Charles Barkley. It's a great time. But it's gonna be a rough week for him. Twitter, I would probably turn my Twitter, sure. Twitter notifications off this my ex notifications. I would turn them off this week. Yeah. But yeah. I, uh, before I, b- before we go, I also started watching Villains on okay. E, which
1: is all the reality show E. Yeah, <laughs> they got like a they got like <laughs> no. I'm saying like they got like a streaming service or
0: no. It's still it's still TV still exists. The E network. Oh, okay, yeah, I thought yeah. Oh, okay. E,
1: yeah. I thought it was like you. They had like no. Nah, you know if they, they did, I'd like have just it. E. They might have it. I, that's what i was, That's e+? why I, my tone was like yeah. E. Like what? Why do you? You got what? E too? Yeah. yeah. E plus. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I would have had E+ if they have it. I probably I might have it. But um <laughs> Villains is they put all the bad people from reality TV show moments in one house and then it's like a reality show game show. So, it was New York mm, from like, Fl- uh, New- like I love New York. She's I on there. I New York it. from Flavor I Love is on I there. Omaroso is on there. Uh Johnny Bananas from The Challenge and a, a slew of other people. Somebody from the um The Bachelor is on there. Somebody from 90 Day okay. Fiancé is on there. A guy okay. from Love Love is Blind, a guy named Shake, who's like an awful person. He's on there, and they're all just in the house, and they they play games to win $200,000. And Ooh, okay. I'm hooked. Sounds cool. I'm hooked. Me and my girlfriend have been watching it. We're hooked. Man, hey, check it's it out. It's just like, it's, it's, it's the perfect level of trash. And you don't really have to pay attention, and then everybody's arguing with each other. So it's like trash and fights and arguments, and then they play games. So it really is the perfect storm of, of trash TV. I love it. I think it's brilliant. Now, I don't know how you do a season two, because like, what do you find... Ten more people. You're like,
1: who? Who the fuck is, is this? Is it like The Hunger Games? I mean, it's not The Hunger Games. Kinda, like yeah. The, um...
0: Honestly, yeah. Okay. I mean, they play. The, it's like you. They, it's almost like Survivor because you got to vote. You okay. vote people off, but then you, if you win the challenges, you, you're safe. It's like a bunch of that kind of stuff. So there's rules to it. But then also, when they're not doing that, they're just in the house like being shitty to each other. They're like, I'm the biggest okay. villain. I'm the biggest villain. I'm the most evil person. You're ugly. Like they're all just hating on each other. It's great. It's, it's fantastic. It's, it's wonderful television. So um, I'm sure
1: that's not hard for them to do.
0: No, they're I mean, go in there, be yourself, guys. New York went on there. And she's like objectively a crazy person. Like she's a legitimately a crazy person. And some of the stuff she's doing, you go, oh, yeah, you got to send her home. You got to like, I mean, in in the context of the game, like gang up against her and send her home because you can't make an alliance with her. You can't strategize with her because she's crazy. So you could be yeah. on her team one day and then you wake up and look at her wrong or don't do something. She's like, you know what, fuck you and I hope you die and your whole family dies. How about that? Jeez. And you're like, what the fuck? I thought we were supposed to be ganging up on the other <laughs> And immediately she turns on you. She's like, a, she's the real definition of a wild card. And nobody needs a wild card on just the team. Just it's just not know. necessary. Yeah. The idea that somebody's yeah. a wild card, you don't want that. I don't want a wild card on my team. So you don't know <laughs> what they're going to do. No, nah, <laughs> I don't want wild <laughs> Be on your team, next that they're against you, he's like, like, yeah, we're all going to vote for this person, right? Yeah, we're going to do it then right at the last minute. They're like, actually, I'm not. You're like, what the fuck? We had a strategy. <laughs> so you got to get her out of there immediately. So I highly recommend Villains on uh, whatever streaming service, E+, or whatever you whatever you can find it on. I uh, highly recommend that. One last time again, man, rest in peace to Pavel LaPierre. She was doing amazing things in the community, sh- uh, shining a bright light on Baltimore City, and she was snuffed out way before her time. She had a lot of potential. She was going to do some great things in the world. And this is one of those stories that, you know, really is like, damn, it hits close to home because I remember the panic and shit when it happened. Yeah. Um, if anybody wants to check out, again, the T&J podcast with Jasmine Billingsley, episode five is titled Jason Billingsley. It's an interesting listen, for sure. You kind of get into who he is. And, again, the thing where she says she knows some stuff but isn't going to say anything, I don't know if that was the best thing to do. You know, I probably made, she her, said that. Probably made her email address, yeah. like you said, probably made her emails pretty hot.
1: And maybe yeah. this might and not And then we have help. a podcast that she... <laughs> Right. That podcast is, that podcast is done.
0: Oh, it, it, there was no more. Yeah. You can't now be like, Hey guys, let's talk about couples in like relationships. Should you go 50 50 on the electric bill? Like we're not trying to hear that shit after this episode. <laughs> we
1: try to hear that <laughs> shit,
0: man. Where's the facts? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I hope I didn't make it worse. I, you know, but, but I mean, I was doing research and that came up and I listened to it and I've dedicated the time to the fifth, an hour of my time to listen to it. And so I, I thought I'd add it into my notes. Um, but yeah, man, uh, this has been another episode of Affirmative Murder. I've been Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Fran Evans, and we'll see you guys next week.